0: Hello, welcome to another episode of my podcast, Get Off My Lawn. I'm your host, Eric Buckner, and on today's podcast, we have a mixed bag. Now, for those of you who are not familiar with my podcast, I also did this a couple times in season one where I go into my mixed bag because basically some things I have opinions on, but maybe not so much to have a whole show about. So I take those things and I throw them in my bag and pull a couple out and pontificate on them for a few minutes. And we go from there. So that being said, let's dig in this bag and see what I got. Shall we? Okay. for one, I must address the absolute sham debacle that was the Breonna Taylor case. The bottom line, people, and we got to remember the bottom line. This young lady is dead. And from what we know, she had nothing to do with why she is dead. She was simply there and was killed in her home while she was sleeping. Okay. Yes, there was a civil thing that was done and the family received money. One of my relatives and I have had a back and forth about this for a few days now. The bottom line is there is no dollar amount that should ever equal what your life meant. I will repeat, there is no dollar amount that should equal what your life meant, what it meant to you, to your loved ones, to your future. This young lady was not even 30 years old. You do not know what her life would have been if this had not happened to her. You don't know if she would have children. You don't know who those children would have became. You do not know what type of impact that her life would have had on other people had she still been alive. There is no monetary way to figure that out. The money is not enough, okay? Bottom line is she is dead and there will be no one charged for her murder. She is six feet deep in the ground and no one is going to be held responsible for the fact that she is dead. Not of her own causes, not of natural causes, but because she was shot and killed to death. There is no justification for that. They said that the officers were justified because they were fired upon when they entered the building. But then we look at why they entered the building in the first place. Did they really announce themselves? One person said they did. Several people said they did not. It's all looking real, real strange, folks. And now we're just supposed to just sweep that under the rug and let it ride. It's okay. Just happened. Can't do that. Especially in this day and age of 2020. Can't do that at all. I don't know what else could be done at this point, but surely if there's something that can be done, it needs to be done. We're playing with a very dangerous set of fireworks here, folks. We let this type of stuff slide based on what has happened so far in 2020. Yes, 2020. The thing that we will remember for two things at this point, if nothing else. The year of COVID and the mask and the year of social injustice and unrest and riots and things of that nature and i do believe there may be more to come you know why yeah we'll go there a little bit later in the episode but right now there is not a lot of justice going on for us people of color so right now there's very little peace in the streets okay let's dig in the bag what else we got what else we got here people Kanye West. Let's talk about that for a second. Yes, Kanye has went on several rents over the years. We know that. But one of his latest rents involves the fact that he does not own all the masters to his music. And he feels not only he should, but all artists should. Let's think about this for a minute. As crazy as Kanye is, we know crazy when we see it. He'll laugh. But he ain't that far off to me on this one. Think about it. you as the creator of your music. Now, like I said, I'm not so into it when we're just talking about basic artist A, who actually did use the uh, the equipment in the studio to modify voices and uh, amplify this and that, and make them sound good, and used all the uh, record company's resources to get it done. Them, they probably should get more money, true, but... It's not so much about them. We're talking about people like Kanye, who creates his content, who actually uh, produces his music, performs his music, messes with the instruments, does the writing, all that stuff. You definitely should get more of the pie than you get from these record labels, That's particularly in this day and age where basic person A like myself could just load up on the phone, put a song on there, get it streams, get famous. Start making my own concert setup and all that. Don't really need the record company for that much these days. Not like before. You have to take these things into consideration, folks. And then think about all the millions and millions of dollars that Kanye's music has made for that company. And they get by because they set up those contracts in a way to where it's not really fair to the artists. He's not the only person have have let us know that over the years. Think about all these movies where they talk about the life and times of said artists. And it always seems to come up that one point where like, wow, you did this much and this much. You had number one song. You went on all these concert days and whatnot. And you, you damn near broke. You are broke. You only got this much money. But everybody and their mama know your song. That's not cool. That's not cool at all. Now, is Kanye going about it the right way? Does Kanye West ever go about anything the right way? Really? No, I don't think so. But that being said, yeah, I get his point about ownership of the music. I do believe more of that should go on. But that being said, you see how he's dealing with that situation, right? Could that dude ever be your president, Hell, your governor, your mayor, in charge of your house, any of that? Not where I'm sitting. All right. So let's move on, shall we? The next type. We got college sports and they've been playing. And for the most part, they have succeeded. But then let's look at some things, okay? What we're really talking about right now is the football. Because we know in the United States, football is king. Why is football king? Because we enjoy it. We like to watch it. Some of us like just college. Some of us like just pro. Some of us like it all. But the bottom line is, it makes money. It makes money for the people that play it. It makes people money for the people that own the teams, own the stadiums. On the networks that show the games, it makes money for all these people, but we're talking about college sports. It's not really making money for them. yeah don't don't please don't start with the argument that they are being paid to go to school and they get a degree and with that degree they can make blase blase money. I'm not trying to hear that. I have went to college. I know how that game goes. The majority of people that go to college, don't necessarily go into exactly the field that they study. We know this. And remember, there's a very small percentage of college athletes that go pro and make any significant money. Look into the average yearly salary of NFL player A, B, and C. Look at the longevity, which is somewhere around three years. That money's only going to take you so far. And then remember, you got to take that money and pay the agents and this person and that person. And then if you're one of those guys, you looked look out for your mama, your aunties. Very select few people actually making a generational money with that football thing. That is the athlete at least. So that being said, is it worth the risk of COVID-19 and contracting it? Because remember... We still are not fully sure about the long-term effects of this thing. How many of us even that have been tested and come up negative, but still feel like at some point this year we had COVID-19 and we still feel a little bit off because of that? Think about that for a minute. Another thing is, okay, some of these games did not happen this week. Because several people or maybe just a few people on a team contracted it and Aaron on the side of caution, of course, they decided to postpone the game for another date. Because to my knowledge, the games that were canceled this week, they were postponed to another date. They weren't canceled altogether because in the end, those kids got to play. They ain't not even playing a whole schedule this year, right? Or is it the real reason? The money, the money, the money, the money, because we still got to make that money. Schools need that money, right? But remember, some of these games that we got going are on campuses that aren't even fully open. In other words, there are not even students on some of these campuses, only the athletes, only the trainers and whatnot. The actual school itself is shut down and doing online classes. I think in the case of some of these schools, don't quote me directly on that. They're not really even open at all, but they still doing games. Priorities, people. The priorities, that's part of what I'm not understanding about 2020. And speaking of money. Because in the end, money has definitely had as much to do with what happened in 2020 as anything else. Where is that other money? What other money? You know the other money. We're talking about the stimulus relief. The second package, you know, that one that the uh, Democrats and the House of Representatives helped approve in late April. And now it's almost October. And the Senate has no idea when we're going to get that done. Yeah, that money. Yeah, they like to show the numbers. People are going back to work. But are they, though? Are they going back to their job? Are they going to a job? Is that the plan? Just get a job. Make it work until you can get back to your job. If your job still exists when it's all said and done. Because there's so many companies that are already shut down and they're not coming back unless they pull off some miracles or they come with some special plans for these guys. Those companies aren't coming back. That being said. They also show the unemployment numbers and there's still a lot of people claiming unemployment. Some for the very first time. And that's not going away. The virus most definitely is not going away. 30, 40, 50,000 cases a day all over the country. And that's just here in the United States. People keep forgetting this is a global pandemic. The whole world is fighting through this right now. It's not just affecting just us. A lot of them dealing with it a lot better than we are. But then again, some of them, not so much. Check out the numbers. Peru, Brazil, Russia, Russia. They ain't dealing with it well. There's even certain countries that's shutting back down. They're talking about Israel's going to shut back down for two weeks. Just the essential places. That is in the realm of possibility, people. Keep that in mind. They do say that because this is a respiratory virus illness. Most people that are affected by that usually happens during the winter months. Winter's coming, people. And there is no vaccine yet. There is no cure yet. There is no, okay, if I get it, I'll go in the hospital and it'll give me 600 cc's of this and this and this. In a few days, I'll be fine. There is none of that. So that being said, as we continue to open up more places, setting up more possibilities for us to contract the virus, possibly, as more people are starting to become more relaxed and how they contend with it, not washing those hands as much. Forgetting that mask and not worrying about it. Decide that, okay, this person, this person, this person ain't been sick. I ain't going to worry about it. I'm going to hang out with them. Or some of these people who actually have gotten sick from the virus. So now they feel like they're bulletproof. I'm good. I don't have to worry about it. Do you guys know there's a few cases where they have said people have contracted the virus more than once? They tend not to talk about that as much. Not that big an issue at this point. But remember, viruses mutate, people. There's a possibility that yes. Just like when you get the flu, sometimes you get the flu more than once. This is a flu-like virus. Let people tell it. That's what they used to say early on in this thing. Who's to say you might get it more than once? And who's to also say that If you do get it that second time, it beats up your body worse than it did the first time because it knows the way is around. These are things to think about, people. We got to get that together. But back to the original point on this thing, we do need those funds, y'all. It's going to get real, real, real tight for people in these next couple months if we don't get that together real soon. People are already hanging on by a thread in terms of keeping their houses, keeping uh food on the table. Not to mention the fact that some people just can't go to work now because the kids can't go to school. Some people don't have that option, so they had to do the homeschool. And who's going to help the kids with the computer stuff if uh, you attempt to go to work? You can't just leave those kids in front of the computer by themselves all day. And trust that everything will go swimmingly without any parental or adult input. That's not smart. So, yeah, we got that to worry about. What else we got on the slate here? Yeah, keep in mind, winter's coming. Second wave. A lot of people have talked about it. Some of y'all feel like, oh, they just giving us the boogeyman stuff. Ain't anyway, we're going to second wave. I ain't got sick so far. Don't you know that some of these same people thinking that now? Unfortunately, not going to finish out the year with us. I hate to say that. I'm not wishing it on nobody. I'm not wishing it on myself. I'm not saying I'm immune. What I'm saying is in the realm of possibility, and you have to consider it. No, you cannot live your life in fear and based on what if and what not. But this is... This time... In 2020 is a little different. We got to start looking at it a little different. And remember. Even if they come. And approve. A vaccine tomorrow. Tomorrow. There are over 331 million people. I often tell you. In this country. That are counted at least. not forget the illegals. And the world. Has 8.5 billion people in it. In order for the vaccine to be helpful overall, don't you understand at least six and a half billion people need to have the vaccine in their system in order for that to be a useful vaccine? In terms of it working worldwide, think about how long it's going to take just here in America to make sure the majority of us have it, whether it's provided free or not. It's going to take, I mean, think about it. You've been in those lines to take the COVID test. Think about how long some of those lines are, even today. You know, for the vaccine, the line is going to be, if not just as long, longer. It ain't going to be one of those just, okay, pull up, bub up, bub up, shot, shot, boom boom. See ya. That's not probably how that's going to work. And then remember, most of these vaccines that's seeking approval, they require multiple shots, as in more than one. So you'll have to take the first shot and then come back and get the second shot. You know some people ain't going to do that, right? You know some people going to get that shot, get the feeling real crazy. Oh, I ain't messing with that no more. So if you only get the first shot the vaccine gonna work for you and then let's talk about those long-term side effects shall we the ones that we really ain't gonna know about think about it uh COVID started pretty much january got here about march started working on vaccines then come up vaccine about eight months later how many months did they have to test it on people how many people of this ethnicity that ethnicity this gender that gender did they test it on you know, this is a quickie deal, y'all. Quickie deal may get quickie results. Something to think about. I got some other stuff in the bag, but let's give ourselves a second and we'll get to it after this. Okay, we're back. And, of course, this week we're digging in the bag of my mixed bag to find out what topics I've been thinking about and want to address. So I got a few more topics before I end this on up, so... Let's dig in this bag and see what else we got going. Now, keep in mind, one of my concerns in terms of the virus and everything else is the fact that when you mix in COVID-19 with social unrest and, of course, this damn political stuff. Got to go there for a minute. We are dealing with that, but yet still trying to keep some semblance of normalcy, which means that holiday season is coming as well. Then already started in. And we know there will be some complications on the holidays based on the fact that we should not be grouping up and doing anything. Family members or not. How many of those COVID stories have we heard now about? Yeah, I was having a family gathering. I was having a barbecue birthday party. What have you? It was just family and what have you? And the next thing you know, you hear. I'm sick, you sick, brother sick, sister sick, mama sick, yaya sick, everybody sick sick from the one party. So that being said, how comfortable will you be having your usual Thanksgiving gathering or Halloween party or Christmas get together? These things you have to think about. And then keep in mind, the supply chain is still kind of messed up. In other words, there are things that we've been looking for and they're a little easier to find. Now, you know, you don't have to struggle when you go look for toilet paper or paper towels, stuff like that. But then there are certain items you go and you get to the Walmart and it's still kind of empty in that particular aisle. In terms of some of the clothes, some of the electronic items, things of that nature. But remember, these are some of the main things we look to buy when that season comes up. And then of course. We know food has become more expensive. As some places are not stocking up. As much as they usually have. Because that part of the food chain. Is going a little smaller. Because of COVID. So that being said. We got Halloween on deck. And Thanksgiving and Christmas coming up. Now remember. Remember. That's usually when a lot of these big box places and a lot of these even small businesses that sell items and goods make a good part of their money for the year. But with us dealing with COVID and unemployment and some people who are working are getting nearly as many hours as they would because facilities can only hold this many people. Or they only need this much stuff because half everybody's not out and about. Think about the people that work in the restaurant industry, the uh, concert industry, you know, people of that nature. It's already tough, but yet you expect these people to take their last money, the last money, and go out and buy extravagant Thanksgiving meals and Christmas meals. Though you must admit, as far as Thanksgiving goes, should be some pretty good meals on deck considering all the extra practice that a lot of people have got cooking this year. But that being said, how comfortable can you be spending that type of money when you don't know how much longer this COVID thing is going to last? You don't know based on whoever will end up being in charge of this thing in the end how to play this thing. It's hard to know how to play this thing because we still don't fully understand certain aspects of the virus. Think about the last couple weeks when the CDC changed from one opinion that it spreads through the air to one where not so much and what have you. Based on that, is it wise to spend extravagant amounts of dollars this year on Thanksgiving and Christmas, New Year's, any of that? And even so, Can you really enjoy it the way you would knowing that at least in the back of my mind, it'd be like, hope ain't nobody in here. Got it. I want to hug my auntie, but I don't want to get her sick. I love you, mama, but maybe we should not come to your house this year. These are things we need to think about. We need to think ahead on this thing a little bit. Because in the end, we're looking at a situation where 2020 has been hampered big time. And you got to consider that 2021 is going to be pretty hampered also. Because again, going back to my previous statement about the vaccine, it's going to take quite a bit of time to get everybody situated with that. It may take all of 2021. It may be even 2022 before we really get back to quote-unquote normal. I know some people ain't trying to hear that, but it's the truth. Now, before I end this, I got to dig with one more little hand and pull out this one last subject. Because something very interesting is going to happen this week, folks. That's right. I'm talking about the presidential debate. First one. The leader against the man he likes to call Sleepy Joe, also known in real life as Joe Biden. They are having their first debate this week. Now, I myself am concerned about that. I'm not concerned from the standpoint of if it was me against the leader, I know just how to play it. But Joe, I'm concerned about how you might. So let me offer you a few ideologies that hopefully you will implement in some way, shape or form as you take on this fool and his foolishness. Keep in mind, it has been well documented by several news outlets and news media. The various untruths, falsities, flat out lies that the leader. Y'all know I ain't saying his name. Don't even go there. That the leader has told in the last four years to us, the country. When dealing with him on Tuesday, stick to that. When he gets to saying all this outlandish stuff that you know this quote unquote man is going to say to you. These personal attacks, these. Uh, party line Discussions. Stick with the facts and the facts is this man is a liar, a bad liar, liar. And call him out on his lies. Have your people prep you up with the proper information so you can tell the truth beyond the lies. Deal with that part of the scenario. Remember. Over 200,000 people have died of COVID-19. Don't let him get away with that, man. Put him to the fire. Do you care, Mr. President, that these people have died? Do you have any empathy for these people? Do you have anything positive to say about that? I like to keep it positive. There's nothing positive about all these people being sick and dying on your watch When a good part of it is your damn fault for not putting the proper information out in the first place. And for when the information came out, you, sir, have belittled the information because it does not fit your narrative. It ain't about you, guy. It's about us. You work for the people. You are nobody's king, dictator, ruler. You work. For the people. You represent us. Start thinking about what we actually need. Not just your rich buddies. But the people. Focus on that Joe. Tell them about that. And when you talk about what you plan on doing. Come with some facts about that too. Don't make it just sound like. Okay tell them what I want to hear. That's where so many people start to have an issue with what your agenda is. Because you have been a politician all these years, and yes, you've done some good things for folks, but you also done some things that have hindered people. If those things come up, man up, apologize. Tell them, I got it wrong. I'll do it better this time. And tell us why you'll do it better this time. And more importantly, mean it, but at least make it believable to where we understand this is what your agenda is. You do have some good things that you would like to implement. Make sure you speak on those. That is important. Those will win you votes. The fact that you want to increase the unemployment to $15 an hour. And you want to pretty much eliminate most of people's student debts. And you want to do a better job with the health care and improve on Obamacare and not eliminate it altogether and the fact that this man has said for months and months and months yeah we want to get rid of Obamacare I have a plan that I want to implement where that damn plan at we've been waiting on that crap for two years now the whole reason why you want to rush the doggone nomination of the Supreme Court Justice is so that you can get rid of Obamacare and replace it with what sir hold him to that Don't let him squirm out of it and don't make it extra personal, Joe. We know he's a clown and an a-hole, but don't let him bait you into that. You know you're not that great at arguing those types of points, Joe. Even if he goes low, low blow and wants to talk about your stuttering, how you forget because you're a little older he's a little older too and he forgets stuff and lord knows he don't say stuff right i'll address that don't get caught up in all that joe stick to the points stick to the facts you do that you win the debate you will win a few votes but more importantly you will show what you are about and what that fool is about let him stew in his own juices don't play his game in this debate joe you do that he's going to get you and they're going to play on it and that's going to hurt your cause that's going to lose you votes you cannot afford that we cannot afford for you to lose four more years of this man i don't know what might happen and that's the scariest thing of all he is a loose cannon unpredictable right now who knows what he's plotting on once he get back in office as bad as he didn't try to get it to where he can who knows what he got up his sleeve after that i don't want to find out please don't make a find out just handle it right joe that's all i'm saying handle your business sir so that being said bag's empty folks time to wrap it on up as always thanks for listening The listenership has definitely improved these last few weeks. I am very thankful. Thankful also to my friends, colleagues, and family members who have pushed out the word of the podcast and introduced it to other people. And they, in turn, have introduced it to other people. I thank you so much. And I got a special project I'm working on, folks. You're going to like it. You'll hear about it real soon. That being said, this ends another episode of my podcast. Get off my lawn. As always, stay prayered up. Keep getting that information. Like I said, don't take everything I'm saying as gospel. Look these things up for yourself. Do your research. Don't let them just tell you any old thing. Do your own stuff. Be safe out here, people. Put the mask on. I want you to be able to hear the next episode. I don't want to hear about nobody else I know dying foolishly. Please stay safe. Talk to you later.